Hey guys, this is FIFO. We definitely appreciate your support on the road to 365, man. Um, you guys are definitely putting some energy behind us. This is a little, it's a little daunting. We're 30 days down um, and we're starting on our second month. So we appreciate all of the donations. We appreciate all of the support. We appreciate all of the fanfare and you guys sharing all of the podcast reviews. Um, we also enjoy the... Um, the um the response that we're getting continue to do that continue to blow us up and mention that in hip-hop on twitter i mentioned ken i mentioned me i mentioned everybody man we really appreciate you guys man you're rocking with your boys at dead end hip-hop it's your boy fifo and ken if you didn't know now you know we're doing 365 reviews so that means all of 2021 you're gonna get an audio review for me and ken if you would like to support me and ken Make sure that you drop something at our Cash App. That's dollar sign Dead End Hip Hop. Also, if you don't have Cash App, you can do it via PayPal, Dead End Hip Hop at gmail.com. Make sure that you hashtag DE365 so that way we know it's for me and Ken. All right, Dead End Hip Hop, audio review, Nipsey Hustle, Crenshaw. Um, y'all already know I'm probably the biggest Nipsey Hustle fan that 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 you know. Um, obviously from Crenshaw and Slauson, probably one of the realest hip hop artists ever, in my opinion. Um, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to read no bio type shit, man. I'm going to just give y'all my sentiment, man. Nipsey, Nipsey is missed. And ever since his passing, I, I've, I listened to a Nipsey hustle song and or project at least once a week, mm. minimum, minimum. Um, so for me, even though he's gone, his his spirit and his aura is still around me. I mean, I got I got this hand drawn uh, picture of Nipsey at the house too, Ken. Like I like you know I don't know, man. Um, I was at, originally I was not Nipsey obsessed. Um, what happened was we were. Let me see what year was this? This this also came out of 2013. Damn, we should so we just had a 2013 week, huh? I noticed that. Yeah, I, yeah. I just noticed that. Wow, that's interesting. Um, so when this came out, we were two years into that in hip hop. And this is around the time where we really started ramping up. Our growth was exponential. Mm-hmm. Like we were growing thousands and thousands of people per day, tens of thousands per month. So the demand on what we were doing and how we were doing it was a lot at this time. And the reason why I remember that is my brother was stationed over in Russia. Um, I have a brother that is former military and he was over there getting swole, you know what I'm saying? Living life, doing what he, doing what he did, doing what he does. And when he came back, he was trying to put us on this project. Mm. And I was like, man, I'll listen to it later, whatever, whatever. You know, I got a lot of stuff we're doing for then and hip hop. Like I can't just fit it into the rotation right now. And I remember after we our Sunday and we reviewed everything, um, I put it on for like two songs, and I was like, "Hell no!" Nah. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Now nah, I'm good, bro. Like, nah, I there's too much other hip hop I gotta listen to. I, there, there's no time for this one. Fast forward just a couple months, um, I go over to my mom's house, and obviously my middle brother he's back because he's back from Russia. Um, my youngest brother lives in the basement at the time and we're playing 2K and stuff and, you know, partaking and doing things, you know, how we does, you know, how black people do. 
And all of a sudden, Nipsey songs start playing because my brother, he always has like a playlist, right? But it's certain artists are heavy. Mm. And Nipsey was one of those people. And it started playing. I'm like, yo, what? Oh, wait, hold the fuck on. What he's saying is just started talking to me. Mm. And I was like, damn, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm fucking up. And then, you know, the whole controversy with this being, what, a $100 mixtape and all of that type stuff. So, you know, I was like, all right, man, let me, let me actually sit down and listen to what this man is saying. And once I did that, Ken, I've been a fan ever since, man. Like, Nipsey doesn't, never blew me away artistically until Victory Lap. If y'all want to listen to that review, we did that on the main channel about two years ago now. So go catch that. But um, he just... He was me growing up. You know what I'm saying? And then the way his business mind works, I was I consider him a mentor. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the the reasons why I think and why I research and and my perspective now on business, honestly, it comes from Nipsey. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like so so this project, man, is very nostalgic for me. It's one of the few. Um, you know, even on this or dead end or, you know, throwbacks and classics that we do that I, I listen to this on a weekly. You know what I'm saying? This is one of those projects. Um, fun story too. The first time I went to LA was for wifey's birthday. Um, I, I bought, you know, uh, a plane tickets for both of us, you know, just a whole trip out there. I think we spent like a week. The moment we got into the rental car, I played drop coops. Cause there's nothing like them horns on that shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's like it's monumental. It's like it, it feels like like you coming out. It feels like a coming out party. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we landed and we got our rental car, we was driving through LA, and I was like, "Hey, look, there's a whole bunch of Nipsey shit I gotta see." Okay, so we got off by Crenshaw and Slauson. You know what I'm saying? I saw Arlington. I saw all of this shit that Nip was rapping about. Man, I just felt so connected. And and that first time I went out to LA, you know, because I was, you know, entertaining my wife for her birthday. So I didn't really get I didn't do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's the reason why I was so heavy when we went on our business trip. I'm like, hey, I'm hey shit, if I gotta go buy my damn stuff, <laughs> I'm doing this. Um you know what's so interesting about this project is that I do remember that time um, when it's really about the news of him selling it for a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and um, it's so interesting that I didn't really get on his business moves, moves, and probably because a lot of that stuff at the time, because of a lot of stuff that I was following prior to him doing that, he brought a lot of internet marketing game to hip hop. Yes, and that's why I loved what he was doing business wise, and that's why back then I was so energized with a lot of things that I wanted Dead End to do. Because, you know, I had a lot of that game already. Um, but it, it was early game. It Ooh. takes a while for the world at large to kind of kept up, catch up and to kind of convince people that you could do something like that, that you yeah. can actually charge somebody for your stuff. This was at a time where people were getting shit for free. Exactly. This was at a time where people were watching YouTube for free. Yes. You didn't put value on your work. They had devalue artistic Work one million percent. Uh, Man, yep. you, you you preaching, can't um and, and just look on the cover at the bottom left. That little yep. logo P two P proud to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 that's why you know me and Ken we always have business conversations. But this model is is why I think the way I think because mm-hmm. 
this was still released for free. You didn't have to buy it, but you were proud to pay for it. Why? Because you were getting more than just the album. Mm -hmm. You got, uh, I don't remember exactly what you got, but I'm pretty sure you got like exclusive merch. Like you got a whole package. Yep. It was a bundle. It was a bundle. So, so, so you look at the end of the day, I think that content creators, I think music, musicians are also content creators. You, you create something that people consume. Right. It's content to be consumed, man. This album, like once I really got into it, man, like check me out. You see us um, just the vibe like that Cali vibe, you know, like this is this is when I really started digging Cali artists like that. Mm-hmm. Um, be, just because of how they sound, man, like the the music, like how it makes me feel. It makes me feel like I want to drive down PCH. Like I, 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 I want to I see palm trees. You know what I'm saying? And then one of my favorite all time Nip songs, All Get Right, man. It's it's one of those that is so motivational. It got mm-hmm. your guy, uh, Jay Stone, Stone on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We'll be back after this quick break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So that made it that interesting because when I saw the date, 2013, and knowing we just did a couple of his, his reviews, like it shows how ignorance can be dangerous sometimes because my my ignorance on Jay Stone somewhat let me say, oh, shit, man, you rapping like Nip, only to go back and listen to this. And I'm like, oh, that's how y'all motherfuckers just rap. rap. You know, so, yep. so yeah, so, you know, I, I, I thought about that and, you know, it was just a thing. I remember, see, I wasn't high on Nip like that. I was mm-hmm. familiar with Nip. I listened to his stuff because, you know, there was a time where you just listen to everything that came out. Oh, yeah. That's just how music yeah. worked. Yep. And um, I was like, no, nah, he ain't really do it for me. Cool. Whatever. Um, Love the business acumen. And then he came out, he did that. And just to see the support from not only people, it. I think because I wasn't cool with him, I was surprised by the volume of support that he got in and mm-hmm. outside of hip hop. You know, of course, Jay Z's bought some and mm-hmm. stuff like a that. A thousand copies. Yep. Um, and I was like, okay, they're just really supporting because I'm like, he's not really that great of a rapper. So they're supporting him because he's really just a good business person and they're cool with him. Um, what I find interesting is all of these years later, how he grew up to be this big guy just by following his business principles, mm-hmm. stuck to what he knew. He rapped how he rapped and he, he wrapped all this stuff around and he built everything else around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was what he was saying. You say this all yeah. the time. Yep. It wasn't yep. how you rap it's what you're rapping about. And I, and, and it's something I'm a, I'm a kind of connected to something that I say, mm-hmm. There's the Michael Larry Dyson's of the world that go out there and talk and use all these big words. And then there's that motherfucker in the South that's sitting under a tree mm-hmm. who can say it so simple and so direct and to the point in like five words. Yep. yep. And sometimes one connects more than the other. And sometimes you don't have to say all that to get your point across. That was Nip. That's why Nip resonated with people because they didn't have to overthink to get it. We were just talking about another rapper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to be there entertained, mm-hmm. but with him, you got lessons with that. Yes. And, yes. you know, so he was almost like 
a preacher, man. Mm-hmm. I think with this project, so it's an hour and a half long. I'm mm-hmm. rounding up. It's an hour 25 to be mm-hmm. uh, uh, specific. But um, if you paid $100, you definitely appreciate that. Oh, 100%. Um, but it's a very, <laughs> I need my money to, to mean exactly. something. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, very long listen. And for me, it was very top heavy. Mm-hmm. I think right around the middle, you know, there's some fatigue, you know, some listening fatigue. And I think nice. it picked up towards towards the uh, towards the end. Um, so just skipping Crenshaw Boulevard because that's the intro track. Like you mm-hmm. see us was dope. Mm-hmm. Check me out was dope. Mm-hmm. The weather and Rick Ross was mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. All get right is the shit. Yep, more or shit. less four in the morning. Yep, I think right around don't there take, is don't take days off. Like come on. Oh yeah, well I think I started to get fatigued by that point. Yeah, because you know the I think there wasn't enough variety in terms of his rapping that kind of. Which is weird because there are other rappers I listen to that 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 don't do a lot of and even feel of beat, um, you know. Yeah. Because here's the thing, Ken, I I I slightly agree because I think the overall project is really good, but I think there's about four to five tracks that if you take out, excuse me, it flows way better. So, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, um, I think if you take out. H Town and I love H Town. It got uh, Cobby like Supreme, H-Town. which Town, huh? I do like H Town. Yeah, I like H Town too. But we talk about an hour and a half, so certain things got to get cut, in my opinion. And I, I like remember it. Scheme too, huh? Scheme, you re- you remember him? Mm-mm. He had he had a dope project out, man. Um, yeah, he was dope. But yeah, H- I like I did like H Town. Yeah, so I would take out H Town. I would take out Blessings. I like Blessings, but I would take out Blessings. Um. I would take off. Um, see, this is so hard because I really like all these songs. Yeah, so so it, so yeah. it's difficult for so me. So you don't have to take off anything. I think the other thing I should point out is that the last song is twelve minutes. Well, you know, it's two songs. Yeah. Okay. So 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 there's like a two and a half minute, like just like dead air, and it goes okay. into another song toward the end. Yeah. So I don't know why he did it like that, but. I did that. I do like, I think right after H-Town, I know you like Drop Coops. I think it started to pick back. And I'm not saying like 10 through 14 were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you but summertime in that cut list, Ken. Ooh, that, hey, come on, come I like on. It. I'm going to have to, let me, let me play this. But I, Go ahead, play it real quick. Oh. That's that shit. Oh, that, yeah, that, that, that does That's bounce. that shit. That's no, that got shit. got a little bounce to it. Uh-huh. And then, and then, you know, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but, um, Rod in high school, I want to say it was high school, he had a, a cut list. So I sent them this oh, song. That is dope. Yeah. yeah. They, they, that's one of my favorites on here. I sent it to him. I'm like, hey, bro, every time I hear this, I re- I think of you now. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, if you were mine, I, I fuck with. Ooh, I remember, that's my shit, yeah. If you were mine. Yeah. I remember James Fauntleroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go Long, I, I fuck with. Yep. Zero and, and Slim Thug. I think Zero is yep. retired. I think so, too. Uh T-Fly, I remember him. I don't know if he's still active or not. He is. You remember he was on uh, Victory Lab too. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Overall, like, like, now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, should I take some off? It's no. hard. It's, 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 and again, and, and, and that's a, but that's a biased opinion though. <laughs> I'm coming from a very biased okay, place. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I mean, but I don't think you have to take anything off. Mm-hmm. I think, um, Cause I don't, 
there's not a bad song on here. Mm-hmm. Like if there were like I would say take off bad song. Yeah. Um, but they're not bad songs on here. I'm just saying an hour and twenty five, you know, at some point there's definitely this this, you know, for me as a as a nun, like well, I won't say nun, as a guy that's not a, a, a fan of Nipsey mm-hmm. to that degree, mm-hmm. you know, after it's a, while, a lot it's to like, digest. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah, so, but um, but if you're a Nip fan like me, it's perfect. Yep, Matter of exactly. fact, you you could have thrown seven more tracks exactly. out here it's and like, I've been alright. It's like um, if you gave me an hour and a half of Marvin Gaye music, yeah, or an hour and a half of, of Marvin new songs about Marvin Gaye or whatever, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. You know, I would be like, nah, we're not taking shit off. Yeah, <laughs> but for somebody that don't rock or with everything that he does, then I mm-hmm. I can see them wanting to take something off. But I, I think so. as an overall listen, it's a really really good listen. Yeah. Um, and I think it was really kind of the beginning of Nipsey Hustle. I think this is when one million really percent. On. Because look, I'm a Nipsey stan, so I listen to all of the bullets got known. I, I've got every look. If I show you how deep my Nipsey library is, it's ridiculous. Like I got even unauthorized mixtapes. Like mm-hmm. I got songs that people probably never even heard. But with all that being said, you're one million percent right. This this was the beginning of Nipsey because all of that other stuff he was bubbling. He was bubbling. You know, but this is kind of like he got that stamp. Okay, mm-hmm. you belong. What yep. you're going to do now? Yep. And, and all he did was progress and move forward, but he stuck to his principles and he never fucking sold yep. out. Yep. You listen to True Story. I think it's, it's you yep. know, it's, uh, it's really interesting to hear him talk about that and just, you know, what they had to go through to get there. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Nipsey that, make, that makes it even more interesting or a fascinating story is that while it was with music, it wasn't with music. You know mm-hmm. what it was? It was just marketing and having a and getting mm-hmm. on people's radar and doing something that was different that people, you know, found interesting. And, you know, unearned, unearned media, you know, putting out this tape and everybody talking about a $100 tape, that becomes a story. And next thing you know, people hear about you. Oh, who is this nip? They listen to you. They like mm-hmm. or don't like mm-hmm. it. Then that's it. That's it. But, but, it, but it made people listen. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was marketing and advertising, and you're 100 percent right, Ken, because it, it didn't technically start with music. Like when Nip talks about him and Black Sam hustling, you know, I'm pretty sure that they they did some illegal shit too. You know, they're they're crip affiliated. You talking about that's probably one of the the especially uh, the 60s, the mm-hmm. 60s crips. Them that's like a whole different breed of crip. So I know that they was obviously involved in stuff, but Black Sam and Nip. Their vision was always selling T-shirts, selling selling merchandise, selling all of that type of stuff. So the music was a way to market and promote that. Yeah, the bigger vision was always the brand. It wasn't always the music. The music just gave it a platform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why, like, when I, I, I know, because I, I, I was there with y'all, I know you and Rod was impressed by the store. Mm-hmm. The way that store looked on the inside didn't look like it belonged where it was at. And the technology, because we're talking about what, like four years ago now, right? Yeah. Uh, shit, how long ago was that? I can't even That's remember. About right, year. man. Yeah, but like just the sh- where he was. Like, think about like now because of COVID and stuff. You know, like a lot of more people are doing QR codes and and mm-hmm. content that can be that 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 you could only get at that place at that location. Nip was doing that four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Nip was always ahead of the curve, man. Like he just was, and I think I, honestly, I think that that is probably 
And, and we saw the reception, man. We saw how people felt about losing Nip. Mm-hmm. And and, I, and personally, I was surprised that it was as big as it was, mainly because when we were in L.A. for our business trip, um, one of our... Um, damn, I can't think of the word, but when we went to Russell Simmons' office and everything, what the all hell is... Deaf. Yeah, when we was at All Deaf uh, Digital, I can't remember his name. Y'all know I'm bad with names. I, I apologize. But we was walking around um, and we had got lunch and I had asked one of those uh, employees, like, yo, like, you know, is Nip Big out here? And he was like, nah, not really. Like, if he goes walking around, he's not going to really draw a crowd. And I was like, damn, mm. really? But then when he passed, you see that, like... You know what I'm saying? Like that that was just huge, man. Yeah, and I think um, you know, he's always had his own style. And I think that was something, you know, as a person that grew up, you know, style, having your own style was was important. And, you know, while again, that 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 cadence that he rapped in, you know, that spaced out flow mm-hmm. um is very unique to him. And, you know, I'll say Jay Stone and his crew, because yeah. I'm sure they probably did that too. And when you hear him talk, you can kind of understand why. And you kind of highlighted it like rapping wasn't their thing. It was a vehicle to get to where they wanted to go. So he had to figure out a way to rap to make it appealing and pleasant to the ear and get his message across. And he found a way to make that shit work. And, you know, without being super complicated and stuff. And once again, you know, it's easily digestible. So, so yeah, man. But no, overall, I think this was definitely a very, very, very solid project. Um, by uh by Nipsey and very memorable. I think yeah. it's definitely a historic project. Yes, yes. So with all that being said, Ken, what are some of your favorite tracks on this joint? All right, so let's do "All Get Right." Mm-hmm. You see us, more or less. Summertime in that cutlass, mm-hmm. cutlass. If you were mine, and uh, I'm gonna go H Town. But all right, so you so look, y'all listening. I'm about to go in. I'm about to go in. Um, so give me you see us, check me out. The weather, all get right. Uh, four in the morning. Uh, don't take days off. Drop coops. Face the world. Summertime in that cutlass. If you were mine. Uh, come over and Crenshaw and Slauson. But yeah, man, look. Is the first Nipsey. Hey, we gonna dive into some nip. Hey, even even if I got a goddamn, I don't know how I gotta send it to Ken, but we gonna dive into some nip, bro. We are. So this is the first one that we did. Um, and I'm glad this was the first one that we did because, mm-hmm. like you said, I think this was Nip's most historic milestone as a as an artist outside of Victory Lap because obviously he got Grammy nominated, won Grammys, and all of that type of stuff. But there would be no Victory Lap without this. Um, but yeah, man, look, we appreciate you guys listening to another podcast review. Make sure that you download and are subscribed to this podcast, but look, support us the way you can do that. Obviously you're already doing that by listening, but send this to somebody else, send it to your other hip hop friend, send it to your other hip hop head that you know that talks about hip hop is trash and they ain't nothing good out. You, we, we always put y'all on the good stuff. So help them as well. Um, you can also support monetarily through Cash App or PayPal. And also, if you're watching this video, thank you, Patreon. We or ah, thank you, Patreon. We appreciate all of the patrons over there. And if you're not one of those already, go over there. Man, we got a lot of good stuff. More content coming, revisions, all of that. I know we've been harping for over a year about that, but 
we're in the pandemic. It is what it is. But um, we'll see you tomorrow with another review. Peace. Peace.